0: Back to another episode of Helping Hurting Hearts Podcast with your host, Michael Miller. The intro you heard was the song My Own Miracle by the band Citizen Soldier, and we just want to give them a special shout out and say thank you for allowing us to use that song for our intro. You can find them on Facebook and what other platforms you use to listen to music, and there will be a link on the description of this episode. So that you can find them and follow them and listen to all their other great songs that they made. Hey, I know it's been a while and I apologize to my loyal listeners that have been following my podcast for quite some time now. Um, (coughs) This is episode 12 now and I think the last time we talked... I let you know that we had moved. I had got a puppy that I had been training, and we still have the puppy. Still living at this new place. Lilo is now about seven months old. Um, Our car officially broke down, and we had to go get a new vehicle. And we now are driving a 2016 Dodge Dart with about 93,000 miles on it, which is running great. There are some minor issues with it that I need to get looked at. But all in all, it's better than what we had. Um, The wife did get the official promotion to assistant manager at her job. And so, yeah, um, I've stepped back a lot from doing wrestling shows due to her promotion due to her having to have the vehicle available pretty much when she's at work um i've gone back to working with a friend of mine doing home remodeling stuff and just been trying to take care of the finances and stuff around the house for me and my wife and take care of the puppy But pretty much, I mean, it's been hectic. Um, What ultimately stopped me from doing the podcast for a while was I ended up getting an infection in a not-so-pleasant area of my body. And I ended up having to go to the ER and have emergency surgery done. So what had happened was our car was completely broke down. I was having to get Ubers back and forth to back and forth for my wife from work to home. And she was at work or she was getting ready to go to work. And I'm like, look, if it gets any worse or I can't handle it, I'm going to have to go to the hospital. So when she got home from work. It had swollen up twice the size it was before she left, and we were like, all right, cool, let's just call an ambulance and go to the hospital. Well, the EMTs told my wife that she wasn't allowed to ride in the vehicle due to still the COVID practices and stuff, which in a way sucked. So once I got to the hospital, or before I ever left, or on my way to the hospital, I ended up scheduling her an Uber to come up to the hospital So she came, she came and when she got there, she was like, Hey, they're not letting me into the back to come be with you. I'm like, it's most likely because right now they've taken me out of my room. They've got me down doing an ultrasound and stuff. And man, that was so painful because the infection was down in my groin area. And even her, the person just barely touching that area with, the ultrasound tools it was just extremely excruciating pain for me and so they still haven't they still didn't administer any pain medicine for me or nothing so by the time they wheeled me back into the room the e- emergency room nurse came in and was asking if I needed anything I was letting her know that my wife was in the waiting room and they weren't allowing her in the back. I was wondering if there, I was, and I asked her if there was a specific reason why, or if she could somehow get my wife to be able to come back and stuff. And she's like, yeah, no problem, man. As soon as she was walking out of the room, there was my wife standing there trying to come into the room. So it was like, Oh, never mind. Here she is. So my wife came in. I'm like, she asked how I was doing I'm like right now same old they just did the ultrasound I haven't really told me anything else of what's going on and what and then before I could even finish they were coming in saying they're waiting on a room upstairs to open up so that they can take me up because I needed to have emergency surgery the next day so yeah that was fun and i mean we i got to the we got to the emergency room about i want to say maybe about twelve thirty one o'clock in the morning by two three o'clock, possibly four they already had me upstairs in the room so my wife called off of work the next day and by. 11 o'clock in the morning they already had me down to the OR to do the surgery and they knocked me out I I remember going into the into the OR room and that was it like I talked for a few minutes with my doctor and the anesthesiologist and then bam And then it was, like, it was weird. I had this faint memory of waking up, like, trying to fight them and them, like, holding me down or something. But then I remember waking up back in my room upstairs. So it was, like, I don't really, like, I lost that time span of going in, having that weird little memory, and then waking up in my room fully conscious, like, okay, what's going on? Like, I don't have the pain, whatnot, what's going on? And that was the first time in my life I've ever gotten any real strong pain meds other than, like, hydrocodone or anything like that. They were giving me morphine in the hospital for the pain. It was that bad. And, man, in a way, I can see why... A lot of people get addicted to the pain meds because, yeah, I wasn't really feeling anything. But I'm glad that I didn't get stuff like that. And then they sent me home with, like, a couple Percocets, and that was it. But I remember one time when I was working at a cemetery, I got thrown off the golf cart literally because... The person driving was young, immature, and they missed the turn, and they went to go do a U-turn. And when they did, the force from them going full throttle and just cutting the the wheel hard threw me off the passenger side. I landed face first, hit my hand, broke my glasses, and just kind of bounced and skidded to a stop. And I had to be put in a half cast for like a week. And my hand was so swollen from that, you couldn't even see the definition of my knuckles. It was just round like a ball. And I don't even remember what the medicine was that they gave me for that. But like every time I took a pill, it knocked me out. And I did get a little addicted to those, which I'm glad I didn't keep getting them and even by the end of it when I went for the checkup my doctor was like hey you need to unwrap your arm so much because you keeping it wrapped is going to keep it swelling so then I started weaning myself off the pills and stuff and or cut just, just cut them cold turkey and quit taking them because I knew it was just an escape of once I woke up take a pill and I'd go right back to sleep and not have to worry about anything. So I quit that cold turkey and whatnot. And then with the Percocets they sent home, it really didn't seem like it touched. It, it, it really didn't affect me. But I didn't like wasn't jonesing for more or anything. Like the first couple of days, yeah, there was a lot of pain. I didn't want to really get up. I really didn't want to walk. But Towards the end, I was, like, trying my hardest not to take them unless if I really, really, really needed to take them. And it's like now it's just I'm not on any pain meds and I'm able to walk, run, do everything that I used to do before the infection happened. So, yeah, it's great. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean... Medicine, drugs, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it could be scary, scarily addicting to the so-called high of it. And it's crazy. But, I mean, me and my wife, we're still trying our best at our relationship. I mean, we just literally celebrated our four-year anniversary on July 13th um she's still working crazy hours there's some days she's got to be to work at five gets off at one there's days where she works six to two there's days that she works seven to two there's days she works eight to three there's days that she works two to ten i mean but we just try our hardest to make our relationship work and try our best just to keep each other happy and I had a friend say to me something the other day, I don't remember word for word, but it was along the lines of, you shouldn't have to ask your spouse to do something for you. Your spouse should want to do it for you without having to be asked because that's what it is in a relationship. That's why a lot of people will say relationships are supposed to be 50-50. And it's give and take, give and take, give and take. But it should be give give. You in a relationship, you should try to outdo the other person's gift. If so if your spouse gave you a dozen roses, You need to outdo those dozen roses for your your spouse. If your spouse gives you a $150 gift card to go to the spa, then you need to try to outdo that $150 trip to the spa. Or if your wife gives you a brand new $500 toolbox full of tools, then you need to outdo that $500 toolbox and all them tools to reciprocate that you love and appreciate that gift that they gave you. Because if you are constantly battling each other of who can outdo who in love gifts, physical touch, quality time, affirmations, whatever, then you guys are never going to have an issue. If you know your spouse's love language, use it to your advantage. Seriously. I mean, if you come down, if you break it down and ultimately think about it, if your spouse's love language is gift-giving, them receiving gifts, outdo them with gifts. If yours is quality time, then your spouse needs to, every time you give a gift, okay, let them enjoy that gift. But once that time of the shininess of it wears off, or give it a few days, then the spouse should come and smother you with quality time or smother you with affirmations. Plain and simple what it is plain and simple how it should be but it doesn't always work out that way because a lot of us get stuck in the hustle and bustle of this world and forget what the real meaning of being a relate in a relationship is and we all need to remind ourselves why did we get with that person like the saying goes there's a million fish in the sea but why did you choose that fish? I'll tell you why I cho- chose mine. Because when I first met her, I fell head over heels in love with her. She took my breath away. She stopped my heart. I couldn't think of anything else but wanting to be with my wife. Did I have other relationships? Did I have another wife? Yes do I talk to those other people from the relationships? No. Am I still married to that one? No, we're divorced. I waited 10 years had multiple different relationships before getting with my wife now. And as soon as I told as soon as I was told that she was getting a divorce, I immediately messaged her was like hey how are you i wasn't messaging her to try and enter into a relationship with her i was messaging her just to try to rekindle our friendship because we had some other things happen that kept us from being able to be friends and now that we're able to be friends then once we were able to be friends one thing led to another even though we jokingly and my mother whatnot jokingly say otherwise but still we try our hardest at our relationship and do the best we can with it so now that i'm all healed up and hopefully get some free time i'm going to try my hardest to sit down More often and get some more episodes recorded and keep them coming for you guys because I've had a lot of people reaching out to me privately through Facebook saying, Hey, when's the new episode or how's the podcast going? So I'm going to do my best to stay on this for you guys because I know a lot of you guys have said that you have enjoyed it and it helped you. So thank you for giving me the courage and the spirit to do this again because there was a part of me to where when i wasn't doing it i didn't have the want to do it anymore and my wife could tell you that because i literally talked to her about me hanging up the microphone and being done with this so thank you and i love you guys have a great day. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Helping Harding Hearts podcast. Once again, this is Citizen Soldier with their song "My Own Miracle." Have a nice day. Nobody showed up. Nobody.